Okay, so um, I'm going to start this message by saying um, um, I had to apologize to Nelly this morning because um, I'm a person of excellence. And when I see things are not as excellent as I know or believe they should be, you know, I'll say something. Um, it's awkward because Nelly is my fiance, but she's also works with me in business. And there's a, a, a weird line when you're dealing with somebody that's in a relationship with you that when you got to deal with them about business that they can't leave the other side, the personal out, right? Um, so I was looking at the post and I was finding all of these errors. Um, and I got very agitated about it. And then not only did I get agitated about it, when I tried to explain to her from a business perspective of what's not right, then she starts defending herself from a personal place. And then I get ticked, right? Because just leave that over there, right? And I just go, you know, to this really frustrated, emotional place that I should not go. Um... I'm telling on myself, right? And those of you who believe in for husbands and stuff, you want a strong leader type dude, these are some of the things you're going to put up with. It's just, it, it is what it is, right? And the ability to separate those moments, um, I think that in a lot of cases, not in every case, men have the ability to switch the hats easier, to say, okay, I'm dealing with business right now. I'm dealing with structure right now. Now, When she comes from the other side, then I go to a place that I shouldn't go. And that is just totally being frustrated. And so I've been confessing and we have it in our um, daily devotional, you know, that I've been claiming patience. The reason I've been claiming patience is because in a relationship, you have to have patience. You have to, you know, it's, it's part of your walk in Christ, but it's also part of your walk in life period you have to deal with different type of people with different type of approaches and different type of ways of dealing with and seeing things and because people don't see things the way you see it or, or approach it the way you approach it you have to have the ability as a believer you know in in business in relationship and whatever to understand the heart of the person from where they are you do you have your bear witness with what, what i'm saying right now so, one, I have to look at her heart and know that what she means. But two, there's still the expectation of something that I need you to reach. And I'm saying that as her, I'm saying to you as students, that can't be compensated for. And what I mean by that is that she says she she talked about going to the Bob Marley thing and seeing how these people have a certain drive to be what they are and a certain push and a certain whatever. It's just not the anointing and the talent, but there's, they got that certain extra something. Well, that certain extra something demands a sacrifice or commitment from you that's not comfortable. And people that ask to be coached have to be coached, right? Um, 
And according to the coach that you're paired with, you have to be coached the way they coach. You can't say coach me, but here's how you coach me. So all of this stuff comes in, right? It's, it's a yin and a yang, right? The coach has to learn. You, you, you have to learn the coach. You with me? So I dealt with the fact that God, well, you've been having me claim patience and I, and I feel I've gotten better. And she tells me that I've gotten much better. And, and, you know, even talking to Markel, um, the other day, he told me you, you're a different person. You've changed a lot. And I'm like, uh, yeah, I did. <laughs> um, but here's the thing. We're forever growing, we're forever evolving, we're forever changing. And whenever you're in the place of changing and evolving, you're leaving behind what you know and you're stepping into what you're called to and those two are opposed to one another. I'm going to say that one more time. Um, when you're called to be something else, that means you have to desert and leave behind something that you already are, that you know and you become accustomed to. And the flesh knows to protect or to grow or to walk a certain way and asking it or demanding it to do the new thing that God is calling you to, a lot of times your flesh or your mind is not in favor of that because you've already found comfort in that which you know. And the people of God. Okay, I see the heads going. Mm -hmm. So I went before God and said, God, you know, why am I so frustrated? You know, you know, when I feel like People are not getting it, and it seems to me like they're intentionally not getting it. And what I mean by intentionally not getting it is the fact that you're still defending what you do instead of just saying, in my mind, logically, business, listen to me. Huh, I can see that. I can see where that, okay, well, what do I need to do to change that? Okay, I'll get right on it. That, to me, is somebody that's being coached justifying or explaining it and trying to give me 10, 15 minutes reasons of why it is what it is instead of saying I'm going to change it. I don't know how that works for other people, but drives me crazy. Drives me crazy. Now, um, this is when I got before the throne and I said, God, how do I deal with this? Because this is really, to me, a point of major frustration and literally getting ready to do the message this morning. And he just spoke to me, literally just said little, you know, I love when God does this, but sometimes I don't like it. And he just spoke to me and said, Romans chapter 15. What about it? That's it. I'm done. Hanging up. Wait, no, 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 no. Wait, 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 wait. Ah, he's gone. And so you bear witness with that. So you bear witness. He's just like I'm just gonna give you scripture and then you 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 just walk it out. So I went to Romans chapter 15, and then I begin to cry, but then I begin to understand, and it starts like this. Now you who are strong, reading from the Amplified, in our convictions of faith, or to patiently. Put up with the weaker of those who are not as strong and just, okay, who, let me just say that. Let me just do that part again. Who you, you, Now, you who are strong or we who are strong in our convictions and faith ought to patiently put up with the weakness of those who are not strong and just not please ourselves. Let each one of us 
make it a practice not to please, I mean, I mean, bear with me. Make it a practice to, to please his neighbor for good and to build him or her up spiritually. Even for even Christ did not please himself, but as it is written in scripture, the reproaches of those who reproach you, the father, fell on me, the son. For whatever was written in earlier times was written for our instruction so that through endurance and encouragement of scripture, we might hope and overflow with confidence in his promise. Last verse I'm going to read here. Now may the God who gives endurance and who supplies encouragement grant you that you be of the same mind with one another according to Christ Jesus. Wow. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. So the the walk that I'm dealing with and that we're dealing with right now, when I say I and we, I mean all of us, you have a responsibility and I have a responsibility before God to seek out patience, not to put up with. Are you listening to me? The other person and their personality, which is what I always thought it was. Lord, give me the patience to deal with this. Ah! God said, no, that's not what you pray for patience for. You pray for patience not about yourself or to please yourself, but to be pleasing and helpful to someone else. I've prayed for patience wrong my whole life because I thought patience was giving me the forbearance to put up with somebody's shortcoming or ignorance or whatever. And what I'm realizing is, no, it's to give me the patience to be what God needs me to be for other people when they need it for their benefit. May the word that you heard bring God's blessings to you. Listen, we can, <laughs> we can go on and on and on. But the message of today is God grant us the patience to be servants. Grant us the patience to care for and look out for the assignments that you give us with forbearance and love and grace that we please you and in pleasing you, we please others. I'm going to lead that last verse one more time. Verse five. Now, may the God who gives you endurance and supplies encouragement Grant you to be of the same mind with one another according to Jesus Christ. So the person that you need to be patient with also need to be patient with you. And if you're doing it in Christ, then your motivation should be, I'm doing my best to be helpful and pleasing to you. And likewise, you're doing the same. 
I pray that God gives you the wisdom is that if somebody's taking advantage of your Christianity and trying to use your patience as a weapon against you, that you have the ability to say, oh, no, 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 not in my house, right? It's, it's done, I'm out. But our goal and our walk requires us who are strong to have a heart for those who are not where we perceive ourselves to be. It desire for the purpose of their growth, not the purpose of my endurance. Did that bring it home? I'm going to do more on this message later, but for right now, I'm going to end with verse six. So that with one accord, you may with one voice glorify and praise and honor the God of our Father, God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. The purpose of unity, the purpose of patience is that we may serve each other and serve each other right before God to his glory and honor. In Jesus' name and amen.